0: Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. <coughs> Alright, welcome back to another episode. Uh, I believe this is episode 94, for crying out loud. Uh, creeping up on that two-year mark. Uh, I think right around two years is going to be the 100 episode. because I think we started, we recorded them in April, we released them I know. Recorded in March, released them in April. So we're yeah really we, creeping we up recorded
1: on. a couple. Like I think we did three or so. Before, it was
0: four. So. Yeah, I think we did four. Yeah. The, like the first one was just, <laughs> that ship in the Suez Canal. Yeah, I still remember that. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. Uh, if you haven't gotten your uh, your VPN get private internet access, go to uh, drivewaybeers. com. Click on our PIA little logo, a little green guy on the right-hand side. Uh, or all the way at the bottom if you're on a mobile, mobile site. Uh, or go to privateinternetaccess.com slash Um, All right. So I'm going to spring a topic on you. And we didn't talk about this before the show. So have you been following at all the so-called Twitter files? A little bit. All right. Yeah. So I saw Taibi on.
1: I guess he was on Carlson. Yep. Um, the other night. So.
0: Yeah. So it's been Matt Taibbi, Barry Weiss, Michael Schellenberger, mm-hmm. and there's like two other people, but I think they're associated with Barry Weiss's new website called the Free Press. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think it's it's always funny when these websites call themselves the Free Press. <laughs> You know, because it's behind a paywall. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, I guess he had to buy the newspaper when he still true. printed newspapers, so. That's true. I mean, look, as content creators, do we, I don't really think it's fair that someone should have to put their content out there for free, right? I mean, I understand why. I mean, you want to get paid for your work. I understand that part. And and they have a lot of subscribers. Yeah. Uh, Matt Tybee, too, on Substack. Uh, I think so Barry Weiss was on Stubstack but she decided to do this thing separately. Mm-hmm. I think it's her and her sister and Michael Schellenberger is is with them as well and a couple others. Got, they got the it's a lot of those dis- disaffectioned uh New York Times reporters. It's a lot of people that have been
1: on Rogan. Yeah. Uh Schellenberger I think wrote a book about San Francisco and how jacked up
0: San Francisco San Francisco. Yes. I think was the name of that yes. book. Yeah. That and, it was an interesting book. Yeah. Um and the thing is these people aren't wacky conservatives
1: no and i don't mean wacky they're not what you consider your your wing nut you know QAnon types i mean these were people that work for the new york Times. taibbi was uh was was like the the number one reporter he wrote the biggest articles in rolling stone for years right in fact i subscribed
0: to rolling stone for a long time and he was the reason i did so yeah. a lot of people a lot of people don't really understand that it, for me, the Rolling Stone was a magazine about music, and I think around the '90s, they kind of started going into more mainstream journalism. Mm-hmm. But they did like the investigative pieces. Like yeah. these were like these were not your one or two page articles. These were oh, no, like these, five, six, seven pages. These, so I used to I used to keep it in the bathroom. Yeah. and these were good. You know. Three,
1: four poop articles, <laughs> like it wasn't anything that you are going to read in like a single sitting. You know, they were they were articles that would
0: <laughs> go the distance. Yeah, and then unfortunately, within the last ten years, they went toward. Uh, they didn't investigate the journalism anymore. They didn't. They didn't verify sources. And, yeah. For example, they wrote that article about I believe it was the hospital in Kansas City. Or, or Kansas, that was, like, turning away people. hmm And they used... And they had pictures and everything, but the pictures were from, like, two years ago.
1: Yeah, they, and they were wearing winter coats, and it was in July. Right. And, like, yeah. But, it, it was
0: just complete crap. Yeah. They completely unverified. They didn't check with the sources. They just... They took someone's word for it, like an ex-employee's word for it, and ran with it. Yeah. It turns out the ex-employee was disgruntled. And they kind of got caught with their pants down mm-hmm. uh, and they really haven't recovered since. Yeah. But Taibi left before that. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and the thing is Taibi he'd write some articles that were, you know, I, you know, blatantly disagreed with his take or his take didn't support my personal views on the issue. Yeah. And, and to me, that's how I know, like, but then, you know, so I, I know that he's not just writing. I'm not in the echo chamber with him. Hmm. Um, which, which you know, is uh is nice. I always try to. It's like whoever's in power, I watch the other news. Right. So like when Trump was in power, I watched MSNBC, and now that Biden's here, I watch Fox News. I watch the other side. You know, how did we get so bad with Trump? You
0: could almost call him like dear leader. <laughs> so. Well, the, so here's the weird part with Fox News. I feel like it's two different networks in one. Hannity is like the old neocon, mm-hmm. whereas Tucker Carlson is more. Yeah, he's more America first. He's not. Yeah. He's not straight up MAGA, but he's more America first. He un, for whatever reason. I mean, he's. He, I'm pretty sure he's like from a really rich family. He is, so but he somehow was, he understands why
1: Trump won. Yeah. So Tucker Carlson was just on. Uh, well, not just on, but one of the last couple of episodes, she, he was on Tulsi Gabbard's podcast. And I listened to him there. And Tucker really, you know, and she talked about where he's from. And his dad was a journalist and they lived in D.C. And, you know, like, it, and not like, he didn't live in like Simple City or Berry Farms. Like, you know, he wasn't in the, you know, Southeast. Right. He was in Northwest, hanging out with the elites and hobnobbing. So he knew all these people. Um, so yeah, he comes from money. It's not like he, pulled himself up by his bootstraps right but uh he hasn't really you know he seems people of course the on the on the left they call him the you know he's a russian plant and he's this and he's an election denier and a this and that but he just asked questions you at, know so. at this
0: point the, the criticism from the left right now holds no weight yeah it's it's the boy who cried wolf at this point you can't call everyone a misogynist a racist a you can't call everyone all the ists yeah. and all the isms, right? And, and because then the words lose their meaning, mm-hmm. and that's where that's where they're at right now. Yeah. Like they believe it in that echo chamber. Sure, you call someone you call someone a bigot, and guess what? That whole side thinks that person's a bigot. Yeah, nobody outside that bubble thinks it though. Right? Everyone's like, "Oh God, you guys again." Yeah here we go okay <laughs> what what happened this time did yeah. someone not tie their shoes correctly <laughs> you know uh, did someone close the door on someone by accident and yeah. now they're uh, it, it it was a a a man who accidentally didn't hold the door for a woman because he didn't see her well now he's a misogynist but if you held the door for her, then are you, you're also a misogynist chauvinist yeah a chauvinist okay that's a different differentist sure yeah <clears throat> so it's like at this point you're just like oh okay what, what? What is is your talking point now? Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you. Move on. (laughs) We heard you. Yeah. Okay. Stop talking. Okay. And so they just keep coming and keep coming. It's like, oh my God. Well, because they have an unlimited, they have like
1: as many swings as they want at the plate because they own the mainstream media. Sure. So they just keep coming up and coming up. So they never strike out. So, you know, it's like they foul everything off. Yeah. They never strike out. They never get on base. So they just stand there. It's like a. It's like a. Every at bat for them is like twenty seven pitches. See, I think for a while, though,
0: in the beginning, I think they. I think they hit. They had some hits because yeah. people believed them. Mm-hmm. The problem is, you kept going back to the well because it worked for a little yeah. while, and now everyone who believed you before is like, "Well, wait a minute." I think there's so many people that
1: hated Trump so much, sure, that they would have. And I was the, uh, you know, still not a big fan of the guy. No, um, I want him to go away. Yeah, but you know. Would you have that such boiled up hatred for this one person? Oh, yeah. Like, they could have told you anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, Trump served his purpose. He sent a clear message to the establishment that everyone was done with it. Like, everyone was pissed off that it's the same party over and over again, regardless of the candidate had an R or D next to their name. The Uniparty. It was the Uniparty at that point. They were all neocons. Yeah. And I know Democrat. Oh, no, no, Hillary, Hillary and Barack Obama weren't neocons. Yes, they were. <laughs> it was all about the feeding that war machine. I, I mean, going back to H.W. Bush, yeah, Ray, even Reagan to a certain extent. But Reagan, at least Reagan had a purpose. I mean, Reagan, it, it, Reagan was trying to outspend the Russians to bankrupt them, and, he, and, and it worked. worked. Yeah, but then H.W saw the money train that was there now you gotta remember hw was the head of the cia yeah that's like top war machine right there and he's like well wait a minute this is a gravy train we can't stop this we need another war mm-hmm. and then of course bill clinton came around clinton still he had his wars i mean you can't forget the, the uh not the middle east the, uh the eastern Bloc, mm-hmm. where yeah, there was yugoslavia yeah there was that we were big in that. Yep,
1: the Balkans. Um, hmm. Then there was also uh, there's a of course there was Mogadishu. Yep, um, in Somalia.
0: Black Hawk Down for anyone who wants yep.
1: a reference. Yeah, and that went on for a while. And people think, oh, that was Black Hawk Down. Well, prior to that, the Marines were there, right? Uh, and the Somalis actually liked the Marines. And then when they left, and the Army came, right? They hated the Rangers. And then you know it it culminated in Black Hawk Down. But it, it still kept going on.
0: And we and we expanded in the middle east through clinton i mean it started with hw bush expanded through clinton and then bush's son uh w expanded the middle east even more i mean it, and then barack obama did the same thing with the middle east the yeah. middle east was like it's a treasure trove mm-hmm. for the for the military industrial industrial complex yeah it's you it, have
1: you have there's always israel there sure and then you, and you, have, can,
0: you can always do things in the name of Israel. Yeah.
1: Well, we got to protect them, right? And then you have the. And I'm not going to get into the the right wrongs or indifference of, of Israel. No, no. But
0: you can. Um, but the one thing you can say, Israel can protect itself. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It needs our money, but it didn't really need our uh, people. Yeah, no, they it didn't really need our boots on the ground. I
1: mean, if you think of something like the Yom Kippur War, the, the yeah. Six Day War, these,
0: where they just whipped up on that's a, that's a badass group. I'm yeah. just putting it out there. Yeah, they. Ha- I don't know the last time they've lost anything. Yeah, other than through negotiation. Yeah, like they have been roughing some people up. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and you know it's a it's
1: the only functioning democracy in the Middle East. Yeah. So you know there's there's that too. So I'm not going to discount. You know I'm not going to get into the. Pro or anti Israel, and the you know the the Zionists and all that. I'm not getting into that, but um, you know, so you, but then you have uh, then you have Shias and Sunnis. That that goes back and thousands of years. And the best the way it was described to me because I do not really know the difference. It's it's essentially almost like Protestants and Catholics. Like it's two different sects, and they they don't get along either. And then all of these countries, none of them. Existed because the population in that area, for the most part, was nomadic. They'd move around, and they identify more with Shia or Sunni than they do with Iraq or Saudi Arabia or Iran.
0: Well, because Britain, they just drew lines. They drew the lines, and they didn't. And from what I understand, they drew the lines on purpose that way Mm -hmm. to create that inner turmoil. Yeah, from what I understand, with the Shia-Sunni divide, is that it's a matter of who. Each sect believes is the true uh descendant of the prophet Muhammad so the the prophet Muhammad is their it, it's basically uh higher than Jesus on the totem pole for them
1: yeah they it it's so I did a little research in that so yeah they and to see the the uh they view Jesus as another disciple disciple yes and that but Muhammad was the
0: true Prophet. Yep. Um and then and so the split though is who was the true uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Uh the next in line. Mm-hmm. Who took over after Muhammad passed? And that's where the split is. Yeah. One group thinks one person was. another group thinks another person was, and that's where the big split is. Yep. And that's a big split. Like mm-hmm. that again, a lot of war a lot of wars over who, oh, yeah. over who they believe so, yeah. um, and I don't know. I don't know any answers to that. So, um, but anyway,
1: okay. so and, and because of that, you've got like an endless supply of conflict sure. to get involved with, and then also people say, "Oh, we're propping up Israel." We're, you don't know, think we're propping up Saudi Arabia?
0: Right.
1: Um, they fly F-15s. Pretty much when I look at that area, whoever's flying F-15s around, we're propping them up. Yep, Egypt. Yeah, we're, we're not just. And if they're flying. MiG-21s, if they're still operable, were um, not. Right. So uh, that's why the only operable F-14 Tomcats are operated by the
0: Iranians. Yeah. So. Um, and that was when we when we had a deal with them when the, the Shah of Iran was still around. Yeah. We- and they,
1: they took delivery on a couple of them. And then the, there was a re- the revolution and we stopped delivery on everything else. And then. So they still have some. Um, but. There are no, no other operable operational
0: uh, uh, types around. But, so that's another rabbit hole we could eventually go down. Oh, sure. But, so going back to the Twitter files. First of all, the way they released a lot of this from the first set to, I think now they're on like eight or nine was probably the worst way to release everything. And I understand why. So Elon Musk basically gave these five reporters uh, different tranches of data mm-hmm. to look through and said, write what you want, but it has to be on Twitter first. Yes. So it's basically, it because Twitter segmented, segmented in 256 characters, you basically get what should be a five-page news article separated into and condensed into 60 paragraphs (laughs) that are barely even paragraphs yeah and and you have to and they're putting in all the supporting documentation and charts and emails and like they're they're trying to provide receipts but by the time and of, of course you probably assume that these people knew how to use twitter and how to do a chain yeah or a thread? It was it Taibi? Taibi blew it up the first one. Like you had to like click on seventeen. To, like he responded in line to some and not in others. It's like, oh my, this is. It was so hard to follow. Yeah. Luckily, the first tranche of information wasn't really damning. I mean, look, were there people, uh, you know, censoring some stuff? Sure. Mm-hmm. Should they have been? Probably not. Yeah. But as they kept going further and further on, they started releasing information that showed that the FBI was. They basically started off asking Twitter to look into certain accounts and tweets. Mm -hmm. Then it became, they were more or less saying, hey, take these down. Yeah. Basically, it was more. Now it turned into demands. Mm -hmm. So now it wasn't really Twitter or Twitter's policy that was censoring individuals and whether you want to call this first amendment or not i don't care the point is acting federal government agencies and it wasn't just the fbi yeah were asking a social media network to hide or suppress or take down tweets from individuals regardless of whether they were true or not yeah and the weird thing is, <coughs> is that everyone on the, it seems like everyone on the left, they're, they're using the word nothing burger. Oh, yeah. They keep saying that. Right. It, it's like in lockstep. Everyone is saying nothing burger. It's like no one came up with a different word. Like they all decided to use the same word, have which ever, to me, it sounds like a talking point.
1: Have, have you ever seen those? They'll do a, what do they call it? A super It's not a chop cut, that's something else. But it's like a a super mashup or super... Like, they put all these clips together. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy when they show them. And they'll show, like, the one... They'll show, like, uh, you know, um, Don Lemon Mm -hmm. saying, Nothing Burger. And then it'll be uh, the guy from Morning Joe and his wife, Nothing Burger. And then it's the MSNBC, all their Nothing Burger, Nothing Burger. And it just spreads. It's like they're all saying it at the same time. It's like everyone from all the major networks... All their hired talking heads, their hired guns are all saying nothing, burger. They just, whatever the talking point is, they just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it.
0: Well, and on Twitter, there are paid activists on Twitter. Uh, And from the left, it's like uh, JoJo from Jersey, Brooklyn Dad. Mm. uh, And and there's there's like 10 or so more. and, And there was a picture of them all at the White House with President Biden. And. It was amazing to see how coordinated each of those accounts' tweets were. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're talking about almost word for word, letter for letter copies of tweets that were being sent out. Yeah, and you're like, wait a minute, are these bot accounts that are acting as if they're not? But that's another, and that's another topic altogether. My my point is this. Here you have it in black and white. You're seeing the emails from the FBI agent to Twitter asking for these certain things. Whether you think it's right or not, the fact that a federal government agency is asking for certain things to be taken down taken mm-hmm. down outside of the company policy. This is beyond moderation. Yeah. Because all, all these companies have to have moderation, right. right? This is way beyond moderation. This is the federal government doing it. This isn't the corporate policy. This isn't trust in, the trust and safety division. This is FBI agent Chan asking Yoel Roth yes. via a one-way communicator mm-hmm. to look at 20 accounts or asking him, the, and eventually it turned into him saying, take these down.
1: Yeah, and that's you know that that's what's the most troubling. And first of all, I can't believe that this is the the story of the century, right? But it's only getting attention on one side, correct? Um, and then, of course, to these independent journalists that are out there, um, the only type of real investigative, the only real journalists there are anymore. Um, and then the 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 biggest the argument always was, well, they're a private company, right? However, once the private company starts acting at the request or the direction of the state now they're still subject so like say you're in a hotel and you have a bunch of you have a huge party and there's a bunch of drugs and strippers and hookers whatever in the room and the security guard comes and says hey you got to keep it down everyone has to leave okay whatever now say the police department comes and says hey mr security guard we think that there's a dude up there that's doing xyz Go up there and look into it. At that moment, that security guard is now an agent of the state. Right. So when the FBI starts directing them, Twitter then becomes an agent of the state. So and they're subject to the same First Amendment. So any evidence that would come out of the uh, the security guard, even the maintenance guy. Hey, maintenance guy, you have a key to the room, right? Hey, go up there and, and see if check the smoke detector, then come down and tell us what's going on. Right. That's all that's all you know that's none of that can can be used because it's it's a violation of your of what this in this example your fourth amendment rights right but you know still it's it's very um it's that's the disturbing part and then no one saw anything wrong with it and then they were going for like accounts that had like 20 followers right that's the wild part yeah. Like some grandma who who sends three tweets a year and has twenty five followers makes a joke and they're obviously and then they're shutting that one down. Well,
0: it be we like them coming after our account. Yeah. We got fifty six followers. Yeah. Who are we reaching? <laughs> that you need to shut us down. Yeah. We're
1: reaching very intelligent, sophisticated people. Apparently. <laughs> you know. It, thank you.
0: For following, I guess. <laughs> but I, I found it, so part of me, so the fact that a lot of these people one see nothing wrong with it, but two that the dismissive tone is so coordinated with the exact words, mm-hmm. it is is it screams propaganda to me. Yeah. The other thing is how stupid do they
1: think we all are? That's the that's the worst to me. That's one of the like how stupid do you think I am?
0: Well, here, but here's the thing though. It's not us. Well, it's not us. Right? right. We're, we're so intelligent <laughs> and sophisticated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, factual podcast right here. <laughs> um, we both know people that follow this stuff, hook, line, sinker. Oh, definitely. Like, oh, what's well, not. Like, they would literally tell us it's a nothing burger. Yeah. Like, no, wait a minute. Did you read any of it? Yeah. Well, No. but i'm sure it's nothing because someone told me it was nothing but mika on morning joe told me it was nothing right right it's like well wait a minute man you realize like this this could be one of the biggest stories like you said the story of the century i mean it it, it's also i don't remember the i'm trying to think of the right word for it It's a matter of, well, they were they weren't going after their people, right? Mm-hmm. So to them, it's nothing. But there's the old saying, you know, when they came for when they came for the baker, no one did anything. When yeah. They came for when they came for this one, no one did anything. When they came for me, there was no one there to save me. Yeah. <coughs> and the other thing, if you, it's not just happening at Twitter. Think of Google and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Think of, uh, yeah, what, what was the, uh, what's the other social media? Facebook. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg openly admitted it on Rogan's podcast yeah. that they were getting requests to take things down. Mm hmm. But uh, so it's like someone is deciding what is truth for you. Yeah. But what, but here, here's the other thing. What? So
1: if I'm a principled person who owns this company or that company and some FBI agent comes to me and says, hey, you need to take that down. Like, well, no. Go pound sand. What were they holding over their heads? There had to have been like the sword of Damocles or something over them. What were they holding over their heads? Their entire, Unless,
0: their entire company in life. Yeah. Think about it. The arm of the federal government it, you know, they didn't get Al Capone for murder. They got him for IRS violations. Yeah, They got him for tax evasion. Yeah. They will get you. Yeah. And, the, I mean, plus the other argument a lot of these people on the left say, well, well, who was the president at the time? Mm-hmm. That's another thing that should really shock you. Yeah. Is that they, they were actively silencing the current political side of a sitting president. Mm-hmm. He wasn't directing them to do this. Right. I mean, unless he's really dumb. Right, right. (laughs) I mean, they literally banned him off of Twitter. Yeah. After, but this was after he lost the election. Right. That they did it. And it was very, because they couldn't do it before because he was the president. Mm Mm-hmm. And that would have been an act of, maybe that would have been an act of insurgency against the sitting president. If they had forced Twitter to take him down. Yeah. You're essentially silencing a sitting U.S. president. I mean, think about this for a minute, because the emails and the communications go back to during when he was president. Yeah. About surveilling his tweets while he was president. Hmm. Again, this is a government agency surveilling a sitting U.S. president. Yeah. This is that's, like this is like scary. This is like
1: Banana Republic type stuff. Or like you know the the KGB doesn't like the premiere, so they're gonna. This it's literally shit you yeah. find in a movie. Yeah,
0: it's movies. It this is this is not real life. <laughs> it shouldn't be. No, but it is, and there's receipts. Yeah, that's th- that's the other issue. Elon, look, you can like him or hate him. This dude, I mean, the dude was loved by liberals f- for making those Teslas, and they ate and those they, Tesla up, and they still all drive him around. Correct. And all of a sudden now they hate him because he's exposing corruption. And that's and look, look call this what you want. It's it is corruption. Someone and, how, and what, who's pulling the strings? How is anyone
1: okay with corruption? Right. Like if if my candidate so like I I really like Larry Hogan. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think Larry Hogan's done a great job as governor. Um, but say it turns out that, like, Larry Hogan's entire administration is, like, just corrupt, rotten to the core. It comes out, like, I'm not going to stand there and, like, support. Like, I'm okay with that corruption. Right. Larry Hogan did it. right?
0: I'm like, well, that sucks. Those yeah. kickbacks are okay. Yeah. <laughs> but not those in Baltimore City. Right. No, no. I'm against all kickbacks. Yeah. You know, I'm against all that corruption. And, like... Look, we always knew that whether the CIA or I don't know which agency is responsible for overseas overseas spying. I really don't. I don't know whether it's it's the FBI, the CIA. There's
1: NSA, DIA. I mean,
0: there's a million of them. Yes, I don't know which was responsible for the overseas spying. Yeah, but I I don't know why I thought this. But I always thought it was illegal to spy on U.S. citizens
1: by those agencies.
0: The Patriot Act opened up a lot of that stuff. That's true. Well, and who Edwards Edward Snowden kind yeah. of opened the, everyone's eyes to and, that. And, and no one cared though. That that's another weird thing. This dude basically said, look, the government can control your phone. Open your camera without you knowing. Yeah. Open your laptop camera without you knowing. Turn on your microphones without you knowing. And was like, eh, okay.
1: Yeah. But there, but I still get my Snapchat and Insta and in porn. Right. So I'm
0: fine with it. Or or if you're not doing anything wrong they're not gonna' lose. That, they're not coming I, after you
1: I cannot stand that <laughs> argument right that well I got
0: nothing to hide so sure right you can go through my stuff no you can't what if what if what if one of these agents has something against furries yeah <laughs> and you're and you're doing your furry thing and you know they turn on the camera and you're sitting there in your bunny outfit you know with your whip mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know I, I don't know what furries do yeah i also like look, look if you want to be a furry and do all that furry stuff great good for you but let's say there's a government agent all up in his uh you know, high principles or whatever says that furry shouldn't be allowed to furry yeah and he decides to surveil you mm-hmm. and arrest you yeah for tax evasion mm-hmm. because you were doing furry stuff
1: yeah and him, you, okay. had a, you, cause you had a because you had a furry only fans right and you got a bunch of money from your phony, f- 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 <laughs> f- only fans furry only fans and uh you uh you didn't report that income correct correct
0: so and, so who's who's to say whatever it is that you're doing it might not be illegal but let's say someone's objecting to it yeah you don't think they're gonna find something yeah to come get you one well, I mean, but look,
1: so all of the, and I'm not going to defend the conduct of the participants in January 6th. No. However, not one of them has been charged with treason or insurrection or any of that. I think the highest charge is entering a federal building, essentially trespass.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, the, some of those people are still in still in jail.
0: Without trial yet. Yeah. yeah. They've been withheld without t- trial for a while. So, I mean, how is that? Even, and everyone's like, oh, okay, whatever. Well and and of course yeah a lot of the people on the left don't realize that a federal building in Portland was torched. Yeah. Was basically burned I don't think you can burn it to the ground cuz I think it was made of stone. Yeah, like some marble or something back cuz it's an old building. Yeah. And nothing was done to those people. And, and so basically what what the people on the right are saying is well wait a minute. Yeah. Equal crime, equal time. Yeah. You know, these people, like, the people in Portland actually brought weapons to to this, to this that fight.
1: Oh, and these people,
0: did, well, I mean, these guys, I mean, don't get wrong. I'm Again, I'm not defending these people. They took flagpoles and tried to beat people with them. You know, or, but you also had people, you know, a guy trying to carry a podium out.
1: Yeah, then you had the QAnon buffalo shaman.
0: Yeah, that guy was, you know. <laughs> that, you know then you had other
1: people that were just like, "Oh, I'm going to walk in here and walk around."
0: And well, people opened the doors for them. Yeah, like so. Not ev- not everyone that day was created equal. Yeah, there were some people with some bad intentions. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay, arrest them. Yeah, throw them in jail.
1: And it's just like, it's just like people at a at a BLM, you know, rally. Right. There were people there that were there to to protest for a cause they believed in, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I 100 support their right and you know to do so there were other people there that brought Molotov cocktails and bricks and weapons and were there just to cause trouble. So again, you have all kinds of people coming together in one thing. You have the bad actors and the good, good people. So, but now we're, you know, then you've got that other guy that, that dude's name that was like taught the night before or that, that like, let's go to the Capitol. And he's Uh, all over. I forget that guy's name.
0: I, I forgot, to. he always shows up at these rallies. Yeah. And he's always trying to instigate shit. Yeah. And he's always wearing a MAGA hat. Yeah. He, he's, like, this really tall, like, looks like an ex-Marine. Yeah. And it, it, it turns out the guy's probably still an agent. Yeah. Trying to incite people. It, it's, it's almost like that that whole, uh, the, uh, the kidnapping plot for the governor of Michigan. Yeah. Where I think it was, like, 13 of the 15 people. Were <laughs> FBI agents, <laughs> and they basically, they basically goaded these two guys into going along with this plot. Yeah. Whereas if those, if the, like if those twelve or thirteen guys weren't there, th- it never would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, that's got to be entrapment on I some can't level. Figure out they how did it's get not. convicted though.
1: Yeah. And then you had so I always had problems. So after nine eleven, when and the thing people don't realize is when. I mean, Ben Franklin has a quote, you know, those who are willing to sacrifice freedom for security deserve neither. Mm -hmm. And I agree with it 100%. And then you have one of the, we just like the Patriots, wholesale just signing away, just granting power to the federal government Mm -hmm. to this huge surveillance apparatus. Um, So they had to do something to, all. you had all these three-letter agencies that had to do something to justify their existence. Like how many terrorists have you caught? None. So they'd go out and they'd find these loser loners who were rattling on stuff on the internet. They'd find them. The agent would go make contact with them. And then they'd start talking, like, hey, we should actually do this. And then they'd make a fake bomb. And then they locked lock the guy up for making a bomb. Right. <laughs> like, how is this any, how is this not in track? Like, I don't, I didn't understand how, like, there was no, this thing was not going to go. It wasn't even a bomb. But. They charge him with making it just, you know, to say, "Hey, look what we got! You created right. the whole thing." It's all, it's like the, the volunteer fireman that sets the thing on fire that wants to be the hero for putting the fire right. out, right? But at least that guy
0: committed a crime, right? So yeah. it, it it just so I, I guess so with these the Twitter files here, I'm I'm just surprised that these major news organizations, for example, like the New York Post and the Washington Times. That's where I mean. That's where a lot of people still get their news from. They're some of the oldest news organizations in the world, and they're paying it no mind. And then, on top of that, they're they're not paying anything on the Hunter Biden laptop any mind either. they st- like, first of all, I believe MSNBC, New York Post, or New York Times, and Washington Post. I believe they said haven't run a minute of coverage on the Twitter files. Yeah. None. Like, this is this is literally nothing to them. Yeah. And I remember when they were talking to Jeff Zucker about the Hunter Biden laptop and why they didn't run with it. He basically said, well, because it wasn't a story. You know, it wasn't a story because you didn't want to look into it. Mm. If you looked into it, you would see there was more to it than naked pics. Him doing coke, no one care. Everyone thinks it's about him doing coke. No one cares about him doing coke. Yeah. Not one person. Not one person cares that he's got hookers on there. I bet you half of D.C.
1: Right. of all the people in the in crowd are blowing eight balls off of some and the anatomy of some poker at some right. point.
0: Put whatever you want up your nose. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Nobody cares about that. Right. What everyone cares about is the documentation about a possible. Uh, kickbacks to foreign deals basically U.S. taxpayer money being funneled to foreign organizations where some of that money made it back to a vice president's pocketbook yeah that's what people want investigated that's what some of these emails are alluding to yeah that's what a confidential uh, Biden associate Tony Bobulinski Mm -hmm. testified towards yeah like you literally have someone that was inside with the Biden family saying, "Yes, this happens," and oh by the way, that laptop might have some receipts. You're telling me you don't want to know about that, or at least have it looked into. Like, aren't you the least bit curious? Yeah. Rather than, but they're def- every everyone on the left's defenses. Nobody wants to see his naked dick pics. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. The uh, you know, that you're taking advantage of someone's uh, uh, addiction. Oh yeah. Like, no 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 no. No one cares. Look, if he's got addiction problems, go get help. Yeah. If you have an addiction to kickbacks on government money, you need to go to jail. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's different, and that's what, but they don't want to hear that. Mm-mm. They don't even want to look into it. Yeah. It's like it, you want to pretend that it's not there. And look, for all I know, it's not there, Mm -hmm. but I at least want someone to look into it with an open mind. Yeah. I don't don't want, I don't, I don't want it to be an FBI agent that's beholden to some secret organization or whatever. Yeah. That's not going to find anything regardless of how much they look at it, you know, (laughs) they're going to, I mean, or or stuff might get deleted or I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it so much to ask that hey, we just want things to be at least somewhat on the up and up here?
1: Yeah. yeah, and I think the people that are behind this probably think that they're doing the right thing. Sure. Um. However, every time they do it, they're they're just undermining the credibility of the the uh, of their agency of their of the federal government of. Um, all these institutions, they just keep—they're just washing the foundation out from underneath of it. Right. Um, it used to be, no matter what, like as much as anyone hated this, you know, like if, if there's some bad incident involving a policeman somewhere, you they'd say the polls. How much do you trust the? But the FBI always maintained pretty, but now their levels are starting to to go down. Right. So if you don't trust any of these people,
0: then you know eventually they lose all credibility. It's supposed to be apolitical, yeah. Like whether it's the, I mean, it, whether it's the CIA, DOJ, FBI, it's supposed to be apolitical, yeah. They're, they do because it's part of the executive branch. They do work at the behest of the sitting president, mm-hmm. um, but not, <laughs> but not to the level of spying on its own citizens, right. Now, J. Edgar Hoover, when he founded the FBI, I mean, he kind of he started he started that that little bonanza. Oh, he
1: kept he kept files on everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, some people said it was because of self preservation, yeah. right? Because he he wanted to do the right thing and invest. Like, he wanted to be able to investigate anybody, and in order to do that, he needed dirt on the highest people on the land in case he had to investigate them. Yeah, basically, say like it was basically to keep everybody honest. Yeah. Um. But who was keeping him off right mm-hmm. I mean so, but I digress. i mean it's it's one of those things where it's like you just as citizens, just regular as regular guys, nobody should be looking at us what mm-hmm. do we're just out here trying to live right yeah especially when you have. So, I mean, it, it, you you want to talk about tax fraud, right? For example, like they they lowered the threshold for these online payment accounts, like PayPal and mm-hmm. and, and Venmo or whatever. Yeah. If they're commercial accounts, the the threshold used to be twenty thousand dollars and two hundred transactions. You had to meet both criteria before the IRS was notified. Yeah. Now it's six hundred dollars. No no transaction limit. Mm-hmm. Six hundred dollars. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have the richest people in the world that are US citizens hiding money in offshore accounts. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the movie The Laundromat, watch it. Because mm-hmm. that's it it shows you how it happens. And it's intricate, it's detailed, and there's billions upon billions of dollars in these offshore accounts that nobody's paying taxes on. Mm-hmm. If you were to investigate that, if you spent millions on those investigations, it would still return you. Your return on investment would be much higher than you coming and checking out someone's PayPal account that might have twenty or thirty grand in it. Yeah, because think about it this way: you are only getting thirty percent of that. Mm You are telling me ten grand is a big enough drop in the bucket. So let's say someone's got someone has thirty grand in their PayPal account that they their side hustle or whatever. At most, you're gonna, you're looking at you're going to get thirty percent of that. You're probably yeah. lo- probably only going to get fifteen, but let's say you're going to get thirty. Mm-hmm. You're telling me it's worth it to put two IRS agents on it at a hundred grand a year a pop to get ten grand? Yeah. Rather than using all of those resources, putting hundreds of agents on these offshore accounts, spending maybe millions, but you're going to rake in billions. Yeah.
1: Well, the guy that has the the thirty grand in his from his side hustle hasn't doesn't have senators and congressmen in his pocket, correct and hasn't bought everybody off correct and doesn't have lobbyists yep so anything like like say i won had I won my fantasy football league this year, I would have gotten six hundred dollars yep so what i've got like what i I'd have to report
0: that six hundred dollars is well paper here's the thing. If you got it from, if you got it via PayPal and it was a business, and you, let's say you had a business account, mm-hmm. and some people have business accounts so people can pay them with credit cards, right? Yeah. But like, let's say you're a, a kid babysitting, mm-hmm. right? And and people want to pay with credit cards. Well, you have to open up a business account to do that. Yeah. So, let's say they get over six hundred dollars for babysitting. Mm-hmm. Yes, that <clears throat> once you hit once you hit six hundred dollars. Yeah. From five ninety nine to six hundred, PayPal then sends a ten ninety nine to the IRS for you. Hmm. You don't even get a choice about reporting it. Yeah. But if you don't pay taxes on it. Yeah. Get the
1: Are you serious? One well, thing is like I remember when uh W Bush they changed some tax law and they were going after wait- waiters and waitresses. Yeah. for tips. Yep. Yeah. Like but meanwhile you've got these corporations that pay nothing, right? right? And that's why I don't understand the disconnect. I, I think there's people on the right, you know, and people on the left who both hate the same thing, both see the wrong in the same thing, <laughs> but they keep everyone divided over these dumb, not inconsequential issues. Right. So they can't come together. That's what they're truly afraid of, I think, is well, is those two sides being like, well, wait, wait. You, you don't like that either? No, no, we, we hate that too. Oh, well,
0: let's be friends. Like in, in Step Brothers, did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we've, we've talked about this before. There's a populist left and a populist right in this country. Mm-hmm. And all populism really is, is that you think that you should take care of your own first. Yeah. Which is essentially what the whole America First movement is. Is that, look, let's stop sending this money overseas. Let's keep it here. Let's take care of our own. Let's stop taking care of you know, uh, um, migrants crossing the border that don't have citizenship. Mm-hmm. You know, because as, as much as people don't want to admit it, when they, when people come over the border and they, they don't get a trial right away. They they stay in the country, before they go to, before there's a trial and whether they stay or go. Yeah. Well, and during that time, I'm sure they don't show up for that trial too. Well, yeah, I'm sure they are right. <laughs> but let's say they establish some residency and they brought kids with them. Well, now those kids have to go to school. Yeah. But because these aren't taxpayers now, so they're not putting money into the pot to educate these children. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Well, they also right. like they also have to. If if their kitchen catches on fire, they have to call the fire department. Right. If they're you know they drive on the roads, they they use all the same services that everyone else pays into. Right. And but,
0: look, I'm not heartless. I'm not going to say like kick these little kids out. No, no. You but I, I'm also saying, look, my my solution to immigration is when you come across the day one you come across the border, right? Well, the first time you've come come to this country, you now get. A worker ID number. Yeah. And therefore, if you're here and working, you're now paying taxes into the system. Yeah. So at least you're paying a portion of what the services cost to help you out. Mm-hmm. Roads, services, schools, fire, police, whatever. Yeah. But it, it, and you can come and go as you please. You know, but... Once you have that worker ID number, you know, I, I think you can't work. And they're supposed to, they're supposed to, businesses are supposed to enforce this where, you know, you're not paying people under the table. Yeah. But they do because they could pay them less. Right. But if if you made it where there was actual enforcement on those companies, you know, say, hey, look, I want to see everybody everybody's worker ID number and you got to point out who's who. Yeah. To basically do a random check right but anyway base that I mean that's kind of what America first is and there are people on the left who believe in that and that's the populist left yeah and they're saying look we want to put a lot of this money you're sending overseas for wars and whatnot yeah you know, to, you know all the money that went for gender studies in Pakistan <laughs> we want that money here for you know, bolster medicaid or medicare yeah or taking care of the the elderly and the sick or whatever Now, their ideas of what to do with that money on the populist left and right might differ but the main goal of keeping that money here to take care of citizens of this country because citizens of, of this country are paying into that tax base yeah that's common ground for both sides and like for example, it's like it, Jimmy Dore is a populist leftist. I love Jimmy Dore. I think he's great. Yeah. I, I share a lot of his views on things. Yeah. And I, I, I encourage anyone who is a liberal, who considers themselves a Democrat, um, a leftist, I don't care what you call yourself. Go listen to Jimmy Dore's podcast. And again, I'm recommend, Again, this is like the second episode in a row, and I'm, recommend, I'm, I'm telling you to go listen to another podcast. Mm-hmm. But go listen to Jimmy.
1: Yeah. He comes out every Friday.
0: Every Friday. And the phone calls are hilarious. Yeah. But, I mean, him and Kurt Metzger is also on that show. I think he's hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, my point is this. For people who think that we're right wing, which we're, uh, we're not. Yeah. I mean, we've already stated a lot of our views are are probably liberal views on things. I don't think you'd be for you know other than socialized t- medicine. Be <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, we we're, we we're, we want single payer. Yeah. For crying out loud, that's not a <laughs> that's not a right wing view yeah. at all. Yeah. Our our only caveat was we want the government to do it correctly. Right. And Which is <laughs> impossible. <but laughs> right. It's about, Right. It's never going to happen. But that's look. We want we want what you want. Just. We just don't think it could ever happen. Yeah, uh, but listen, listen to what Jimmy says. I, I mean, he he's a leftist with credibility. Mm-hmm. He's been completely ostracized by. Oh, they hate him now. Yeah, like, I don't I don't get it. It's like he he didn't toe. It, it, I'll give it, I'll give an example of what they're doing to him. Right. So right now, and we're we're kind of running up on it, but I want to. I'm going to make this one example. Right now, they're, they're doing voting for who's going to be the Speaker of the House, and Kevin McCarthy doesn't have the votes to be the Speaker. Yep. And I don't know what's going to happen with that. But the funny part is, the Democrats on the left are poking fun, saying, oh, well, at least we can nominate a leader. Like, you're basically poking fun at a group of people... Who? Yes, they're in a party together, mm-hmm. but you're 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 laughing at them because they're not in lockstep. Yeah. Like for me, it's actually kind of refreshing. Yeah. That you had twenty-one to twenty-four people who are standing on the ground, saying, "Look, we don't like this guy. Yeah, he's an establishment Republican. Yeah. Like they're they're not super right-wing people. Like some of them are American America First people. Some yeah. of them are right-wing nuts. But." those 22 people or 24 people are saying, hey, look, we're tired of the old guard. Yeah. We're tired of the swamp. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, you know who, I think I think 20 of the 22 nominated to be speaker? Mm-hmm. It was a young black man from Florida. Yeah. Um, Donald's. Yeah. I can't remember his first name. Yeah. And the funny part is, is that the left is calling are the ones calling these people racist yeah Corey bush called him a prop <laughs> they, he said he's the, nothing but a prop they basically pulled out they they literally pulled out he's the the black face of white supremacy again yeah. they literally she literally pulled out the white supremacy one yeah. again like this dude is like 6 what is 63 six, 64 yeah. one of the reporters asked him hey are you worried about uh, people you know, Saying how you're uh, you're you're messing up the party or whatever, he goes, "What do I have to worry about? I'm six three, two hundred seventy five pounds. <laughs> he goes, I'll be all right." <laughs> Man, it, was, <laughs> it was just a funny response to the question, but yeah, they that
1: uh, they'll, they'll make a deal. Yeah, the, the Dems seem to come in lockstep. Yeah. Um, well, that's why Tulsi Gabbard fell out of their good graces and ultimately left the party. Um, When she voted against Barack Obama, wanted to bomb Syria. Yep, and she voted against it. She got ostracized for it. She got phone calls. How dare you vote against the president of your party and what he wants to do? Yep. She. I don't. I don't work for the president or the party. I work for the people of of, Hawaii of of my district. Yep. And it was so. when When you see stuff like that, it's like. That's not how this is supposed to work. I don't think the founding fathers had envisioned this.
0: No I mean shoot when they were when they nominated uh, when they were going I think they were deliberating who was supposed to be the first president it was like it wasn't like 20 votes until they came up with Washington and he, it was only because Washington reluctantly said yes yeah, but like they were they were trying to go through a whole bunch of the people they couldn't coalesce around one person and they eventually did. Yeah. And I don't see this descent from 20 or 20 or so people as necessarily a bad thing. And if it, one of the funny things was I was <laughs> I was watching Tim Pool's live cast of C-SPAN, which by the way, C-SPAN's ratings must be through the roof right now mm-hmm. with all this attention they're getting. Um Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene those are two hot button names, right? Yeah, especially tell, she's the space lasers lady. Yeah, love the. I would love to hear about the space lasers. From her. <laughs> but anyway, um, especially if she has proof because I want like that'd be awesome if we had some space lasers. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay, anyway, getting I don't want to get off topic. Um, so they're sitting next to each other. Gates gets up when his name is called. And he nominates Donald Trump for Speaker of the House. <laughs> like, obviously not going to happen, but yeah. he did it for whatever reason. And he sits down, and he and Marjorie Taylor Greene are laughing. Like, like, they know, like, like all right. Uh, he could have easily voted for Donald, but he, or, for Rep. Donald, but he didn't. He, yeah. he He's basically poking the bear with the Democrats right yeah. now. And then Marjorie Taylor Green when it's her turn, she steps up. She stands up and she votes for Kevin McCarthy mm-hmm. because Kevin McCarthy met with Donald Trump and they, they hashed out some something Yeah, and she supports Trump, but you literally have these two so-called right-wing nuts once voting for the party line mm-hmm. and the other one's not there yet. Yeah. Right. And you got the Democrats over there making fun of them for not coalescing. On a Speaker of the House. Mm -hmm. And it it goes to show where both parties kind of are. And it's like one party, if you don't step in line, you just get hammered. Like Tulsi Gabbard literally got driven out of the party. Yeah. Joe Lieberman, years ago, driven out of the party Mm -hmm. because he dared to work with Republicans. Yeah. Like he was good friends with John McCain there was there was one at one point in time there was talk of Joe Lieberman being John McCain's running mate mm-hmm. like that almost that that was an actual conversation yeah and eventually he left the Democrat Party became an independent one re-election as an independent in Connecticut mm-hmm. but it, it it kind of speaks to the the greater sense around Democrats if you don't if you don't toe this line, whether you're a representative, a voter, or in the social circles, or yeah. whatever it is, you're out. Yeah. Until you until you get back in, in line. And Republicans, right now at least, you can have a difference of opinion. And we're going to laugh about it. Yeah. And eventually we're going to come to a deal. hmm But it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay for you to want to nominate someone else right now. If you're if you're angling for something else, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Get your deal. We'll work it out. Yeah. And for me, deal-making is politics. That's what it's always been. It's all supposed to be compromised. Yeah. That's so, what's supposed to happen. But you got one party now saying, we're not doing that. This yeah. is the talking points. This is where you stand. And if you don't stand here... We're gonna make your life miserable.
1: Yeah, now it seems like the only thing they can unanimously agree on is giving themselves raises. Really? Mm-hmm. And enormous omnibus spending bills and and uh you yeah, know, that's a that's another thing we should we should go through that monster.
0: What was it, four thousand pages? Yeah. And they had seven hours to read it. Yeah. Here, <laughs> vote on this. Vote on it now. <laughs> Do it. But yeah. I don't I don't know what's in it. You don't need to. Yeah, right. we said it's okay. Yeah, we said it's fine. We agreed yeah. to it. <laughs> the leadership agreed to it. Yeah, but I didn't read it. I didn't. I didn't agree to this. Yeah, let me see what's in it. No, you have two hours left to vote on it. I haven't even started reading it yet. An omnibus <laughs> spending bill can be blamed for the
1: the uh, deplorable condition of our uh, mental health mental health treatment in this country.
0: Sure, it, it could be blamed for the fact that we sent. A couple hundred grand to Pakistan for gender studies. Yeah, because nobody knew it was in there. That's got to be a weapon system of some type. Sure, or I, a bribe. Why not? <laughs> you can call whatever you want. Yeah. I have no idea. You know. Yeah. And who knows what other money we're sending other places to do other things? As stupid as that. I and mean, worse is is this is all printed. This is all, like this is all printed money. So they're just swiping the credit card. Right. We don't have any of this. Yeah. We're just. Printing as we go, <laughs> but uh, so I thought it was interesting because I want I did want to get your take on those Twitter files, um, and we kind of veered into the House speakership. <laughs>
1: oh, we veered all <laughs> voting
0: place. But I guess my point is this: I, I wish that, and I'm sure there probably are right. I'm sure there are people on the left that will read it, and. They're gonna have they're gonna have this like WTF moment. The, the thing is, like to those who are in power,
1: if, like look at it and do the right thing with it. You know, don't just put it aside or poop because it's against the guy you don't like, right? Or it's for your guy. Like that's just that's the worst reason to do anything. And we are just completely it's completely divided among. The two teams, yeah, and that's what they like. Hey, my, my side is th- this is these people agree think the same way I do. They must be right, but you have to have something that should say you know. Again, you want do you want corruption? Whether it's your guy or not, and the answer should be no. Um, but I think this this is the way. I I really believe this is the way it's always been done. It's just there's a lot more information out now, and it's all out. The lights are on, right? You know,
0: yeah. And unfortunately, unfortunately, although I don't think omnibus spending bills have always been done. No, it was. It's it's been a recent thing, and
1: what it allows them to do is they can jam a whole bunch of crap in there. It's like, hey, we're gonna do something you don't like we're going to do something I don't like, but I'm going to do something I don't like to get the thing that you don't like that I want. Right. And we can all vote on the omnibus spending bill without having to have any accountability about it. Right. So say in that omnibus spending bill, there's billions of dollars going to Ukraine to continue this war. Right. And I I think what people don't understand is like, yeah, Putin's bad. That's all Putin bad. It's all like idiocracy. Right. Right. The problem is, is that the longer this war continues, we are so detached, all those missiles and bombs and all that stuff that's flying all over the place, regardless of whether it's landing on the Russian side or the Ukrainian side, there are human beings that are being blown and ripped to pieces. People that have families, that have, you know, lives, that have dreams, hopes, and whether they're wearing a Russian uniform or Ukrainian uniform, it's still a human being on the other end of that rifle. Or the other end of that weapon system, and to us, it's like, "Oh, Putin bad." But to that nineteen-year-old Russian kid that got sent over there, does he know what he's doing over there? Probably not. Don't want to be there. Yeah. So, but let's just keep blowing them up, and let's keep prolonging the suffering. Yep. Um. And you know,
0: we're going on soon. It'll be about a year for that that's been going on. Yeah, And, and and just to go back to the House of Representatives real quick. They spent, the Democrats spent six years trying to impeach Donald Trump, and I think they impeached him twice, right? Yeah. Which does nothing. He doesn't go to jail. Right. He doesn't, he's not out of the presidency. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy is either the slickest cat on earth with how many times they've tried to put him in jail, mm-hmm. or he really didn't do any of this stuff. Yeah. Right? But you know what's going to happen when the Republicans take over? They're going to spend the next two years trying to impeach Biden. What's well, like? It, it's like are we, what are we going to do from now on? We're whatever. The, if the opposite party's in control, we're literally just going to start impeaching presidents. It's like a bunch of babies. Yeah, and
1: you know, you have it's like d- during a, when Barack Obama was president and John Boehner was running the House. And all they did every session was vote to repeal Obamacare. Right, knowing that it wasn't going to get past the Senate because that was controlled by the Democrats Mm -hmm. and the Democrat president, whose that was his signature, his legacy legislation. Right. So he was going, "Oh yeah, let's repeal it. Mm -hmm. I'll sign that." (laughs) But they kept doing it just to say they did it. Right. I voted against Obamacare. Oh, did you vote against Obamacare yet? Well, no, I wasn't in office yet. Oh, let's repeal it so you got a chance to say you voted against it. Right? It's just it's it's a stupid waste of time. Yes. And all of the business that could be getting done, and they're wasting their time doing this. Right. Like, I got to a point where I was like, I was not going to vote for a single incumbent. I don't right. care what part. Not one.
0: You know. So. Um, well, that's what that's what I knew. We weren't dealing with serious people. Yeah. We were dealing with paid actors at this yeah. point. Whatever they could do to get on camera. Yeah. Because if they can get on camera, it's free advertising for them to to send back home and to get reelected. Yeah. Because that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. As long as you're sitting in that chair, the money keeps rolling in. Yeah. But on that note, uh, we had like three other topics we wanted to go through, but we'll just do those in the next episode. Uh, thank you for stopping by, listening to this show. Um, you might notice a little bit of a difference on the show we might uh, We're still going to release shows on Tuesday We just might not release them every Tuesday We might We won't go more than two weeks without a show though So it, the worst case scenario you'll see Like if we if we put this show out You're listening on Tuesday We might miss next week Put one out the following Tuesday um, But uh, We don't want to just create shows Without um, Without anything of interest to talk about now, we, we do have some weight loss stuff we wanted to get to this week, but that, we'll, we'll do that in the next episode, so we probably will put out uh, two episodes back-to-back Tuesdays, um, but don't be surprised if we do miss a Tuesday here and there. Um, yeah, we go anywhere. No, no, we're, we're not leaving, so, uh, we're still going. We're going to try and get some more people on the show, uh, as far as experts, especially some on weight loss, uh, mental health, hopefully we'll try and get some of them in, and then we might just we might ask some people to come on that if we can if we can find them that happen to have an interest in some pet uh, pet interest that we have as well so, um, so stay tuned for that we appreciate you coming we appreciate you staying here please like uh, subscribe and share especially share you know if you like the show maybe one of your friends will like the show. And then you can talk about the show together about how stupid we are. Yeah, you know, well, these idiots. Look, I got no problems. With people call me an idiot. Yeah, yeah, it won't be the first time. My mother calls me an idiot quite a bit. So, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be the closest person to me calling me a moron. You'd be joining a,
1: a, a very a distinguished club.
0: That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, keep coming back. We appreciate you. Uh, next week we'll start. We'll talk about weight loss because we do have quite a bit of stuff to put out about that.